Hi, I'm Kayla Bren, your host of Discovering the Balance. Today is episode three. It is May 3rd, 2021, and I am recording from Moab, Utah, inside of Diesel Dolly. So I wanted to say a quick thank you to everyone who has given this podcast a listen. I am learning one week at a time, and I learned over the last two weeks that really the best recording comes from the truck. And honestly, isn't that so fitting? (laughs) I mean, it is tales of Diesel Dolly's great escape. So it feels natural sitting inside of the truck to record these episodes. So today, this episode is going to be on the shorter side. I'm actually going to flash back to March of 2018 and really discuss the roots of discovering the balance. What is the straw that broke my camel's back and sent me on a journey that turns out to be (laughs) never ending. And then I'm also going to give just a brief trip update where we are, what is coming up next, and what we thought, what are our overall thoughts of the Mighty Five. So what is discovering the balance? Well, I will be the first to say that I'm not completely sure. There is definitely a reason why I call it discovering the balance and not discover the balance, because quite honestly, I'm not sure if any of us will ever obtain the perfect balance, whether that is on the yoga mat or that is in real life. So if you've checked out my website, discoveringthebalance.com, it is a work in progress (laughs) similar to myself in this podcast, but on my about me, I mentioned that the roots of discovering the balance actually stem back to March of 18. So to paint a good picture, I at that time am 31 years old and a newlywed, like only a few months in. (laughs) Um, I might have to do a podcast that tells the love story of Jeff and I, as it is definitely different. And I don't think many people actually know the entire story. So we now have only been married three and a half years and Riley is our son and he is eight and a half. So there's definitely a story to tell there. But at this time in March of 18, newlywed and I have put on so much weight. Weight I have never put on in my life other than being pregnant and there was no explanation. I know what you're thinking. (laughs) You were a newlywed. That's what happens. People get married. They eat all the yummy food. It's natural. Well, in my scenario, something was awry. I was going to extreme measures to try to lose weight. And all that was happening was my body was putting on weight. I was knocking out of the park beach body workouts six days a week. I honestly was not nourishing my body the way that it needed, especially given the workouts that I was doing. Yet I still was gaining weight. I still remember the day of throwing the scale in the dumpster because I was just honestly at my wits end. I would wake up every single day. I would weigh myself and then my mood was determined by the number on that scale and the jargon that would go on in my head the rest of the day and even things I would say out loud to other girlfriends like, I am so fat, I am disgusting. And honestly, none of that is actually that abnormal. You know, diet culture has really normalized this negative self-talk that so many of us 
say to our own selves that we would never say about anybody else. I would never call somebody else disgusting. Like that's just not nice. Yet I would so freely do it for myself. So March of 18, I decide that I'm going to go see my OBGYN and they are going to do blood work. There is some hormone that has gone awry. They will give me a pill and I will go on my merry way. (laughs) Isn't that the American way? Like, tell me what's wrong. Give me a pill. I don't really want to have to work on anything. And I'll just go ahead and let you know that's not what happened that day. What transpired in that appointment has changed my life in so many different ways. And Discovering the Balance podcast is going to be many different things, but it is going to be how has that pivoted my life? How has a diagnosis three plus years ago changed my faith, changed how I parent, changed my marriage? How does that affect all of these other things? So March of 18, I go, I have my appointment and I am given a diagnosis of PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. It is very, very common. It's actually one of the leading causes of infertility, but they call it a pamphlet disease. So meaning there's not a ton of knowledge or information for people who have it. I was handed a prescription for metformin, which is a diabetes medication and was told that that sometimes helps with the weight retention. So the symptoms of PCOS, I had all of them, the newest being weight retention, but it was acne, irregular periods, hair loss, things that I have struggled with since I was in high school. So I left that day pretty frustrated that it had taken this long to receive a diagnosis. And then it's like the saying goes, knowledge is power. And so after that day, I left and for the first time in almost a decade, I began to wonder, do I really have as much control over my weight as I thought? And what am I going to do if this is what it is? (laughs) Am I going to hate my body for the rest of my life? That just did not sound like a good feasible option. So it is this appointment that sent me on a journey that ended up in the hands of a nutritionist that practiced and believes in health at every size and body kindness. And it was from there that I began to heal and mend my relationship with my body. There is so much that has happened since then, um, but it started there. It started with me giving up on diet culture. I finally said, you have failed me. (laughs) You never brought me the happiness that I thought you were going to bring me. And how can I start to make peace with my body in a way that when I wake up, I don't have to like everything about my body, but I can love my own self to care for my body. How can I fuel my body in a way that says I love you? And how can I move my body in a way that says I love you? March of 18, I had no clue. And here I am, May 2021, and I only have a little bit more of a clue. But I can tell you right now that I 100% believe and know that God created each and every one of us in his own image and with a great purpose for our life. And I can assure you it is not for a weight loss goal. And after I started to leave diet culture, I began to realize that I had focused so much attention on this one goal that I had really given up 
hopes and dreams for my own life. I was so obsessed with this number on the scale that I forgot to dream big and show my son what it means to live a bold life, one without fear and a life worth living. So where is Diesel Dolly? Where has she been the last couple of weeks and where is she about to pull us to? (laughs) The last two weeks we have been with Gramps and Pops. I mentioned that we met up with them to begin the Mighty Five and I think I also mentioned that we are caravanning around the country with them until September. So many, many adventures ahead, but we kicked it off with the Mighty Five. So we have come into contact with so many different individuals along the way, and people are knocking these parks out right and left. You talk to people on the trail, and typically they've come from one of the other parks. And it's always cool to see, you know, what order people have done. It's either one way or the other, typically. We started with Zion and then moved on to Bryce and actually did that from Bryce, Utah. Then we traveled to Richfield to access Capitol Reef, which was about an hour away from Richfield. And then we traveled from Richfield to Moab. And Moab is a perfect place to be able to do both Canyonlands National Park and Arches National Park. Um, I will definitely do kind of a overview of our recommendations for those parks. There are definitely some tips and tricks. Arches National Park is is the last park that we did and they would actually close every day around 11 a.m. They would close entry to the park. That is just how busy it is. We continue to be told from each national park that they are seeing record-breaking numbers this past year. So they are all trying to accommodate these large numbers and still make it an enjoyable process. So for us with Arches, we just attacked it by going in early morning and then going in late afternoon. And for us, that worked out great. So we travel today (laughs) and travel days are, they are tiring in their own very different way. The tear down and then the setup adds to our travel by at least two to three hours. So we typically don't travel more than 200 miles. And that is part of the reason because it's not like you hop in your car and go. (laughs) Everything has to be taken down. Things have to be stored. When you're pulling a fifth wheel, it is in the trailer like a um, hurricane, they say, or a tornado going through. So everything jiggles. TVs have to be secured. So today is a travel day, but it will also be be a very tiring day. So we look forward to waking up tomorrow in Colorado and not having anything pressing to do. There is plenty in the area um, to explore. There is the Mesa Verde National Park, which super excited to check that out, but we have an entire week. And when you live on the road, you really do have to schedule in times to just have breaks. (laughs) Time for rest because if we were to go, go, go 24-7, well, first of all, I would be a really not nice version of myself. I'm already borderline getting there, (laughs) But, but that's just because of how busy the last couple of weeks have been. So Jeff and I are super excited to kind of get back into our routine. It's hard to have a routine on the road. And the last few weeks, we have been 
totally out of whack. I have not stepped on my yoga mat other than that one class I taught in Zion. And I am so looking forward to getting back into these practices that do make me feel a little bit more balanced. Not balanced, but a bit more balanced. So that about wraps up episode three. Thank you so much for tuning in. I would love to be able to tell you what to expect on episode four next Monday, but I really don't know. Um, Discovering the balance is so many things. It is our RV travels and our lifestyle, our desire to find a slower pace of life. But more than anything, it's it's my story and it is my opportunity to use my voice. If you have listened to each podcast, you might see a common theme, which is that I am very passionate about community and making connections with one another. I believe we were all created to connect with one another. And although my story is unique to me, it is only my story. And your story is just as unique to you. But I think that we all have common threads. And I know for myself, it has been so encouraging along my own journey to hear other women, especially be able to talk out and maybe talk about some of the things that we're not comfortable talking about. (laughs) It's not easy to say, I really struggle with my body image. And for me, if I can use my voice and maybe be an encouragement to at least just one person, then that is a hundred percent enough for me. That is truly why I am doing this because I believe the more each of us use our voice and share our story, we'll see that a, we really truly are not alone (laughs) and B we are so much more connected than we realize. So next week it could be trip updates. It could be RV lifestyle. Again, I have to talk about showers. (laughs) There are so many different directions that it could go. So tune in next week and find out where we go on discovering the balance.